0: And welcome back to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. The cool winds of fall have coaxed us out of our summer hideaway to bring you another season of All Things Cozy. This week, we're raking up all the 2021 fall trends we could find and diving into them like a big pile of leaves. But first, let's check in with how we stayed cozy over our summer break. This summer was extraordinarily cozy for me because I finally got to see my family again <laughs> thanks to the power of vaccinations. So, you know, it's been a long time, like a year and a half since I saw my mom, since I saw my in-laws. And so um, we took a visit to St. Louis to visit family. And also my mom visited California. We went to Big Bear together. It was a lot of fun. So for me, like the coziest thing about... This summer break while we've been away is to reconnect with my family um, who I haven't seen in person in a long time. Also, I feel like I'm turning into a, you know, you know, one of those those old gentlemen who you'll see like playing chess out in the park. Yes, that's me. But for Magic the Gathering, I've I have started to go weekly to my local game store to play magic games with strangers. <laughs>
1: oh that's so sweet i didn't know that
0: yeah so it's like that's been really cozy for me because i get this outlet of playing this game i really love and i guess i'm meeting new people um but what's the age range oh my goodness it's everywhere in between there's like ages it's like ages 12 to 60 so your opponent could be anything anywhere from a (laughs) child to a senior so in a way it's kind of great it's a very diverse group of people yeah, that has been really cozy. It's been nice like just to go, I like spend a few hours there, play some games and go home. Get your fix. Good way to get out of the house, get out of the spouse's hair, you know. <laughs> so that's been cozy for me. How about you Julian? How have you been staying cozy over the summer?
1: Well, first, uh welcome back, Matt. It's yes, nice well, to... yeah, well welcome
0: back to both of us.
1: Yes. <laughs> welcome back. It's nice to re- reconnect over our computers in Zencaster. Shout out to Zencaster. Um, so yeah, I also love the photos of your family visits and I got to meet your mom, which was amazing. And she is a very cozy person. Lovely. I adore her. I hope she's listening. Love you, Patty. And <laughs> it only um, took
0: almost a decade of friendship <laughs> for you to meet my mom.
1: Yeah, no, I think, I think she's wonderful. She truly put a pep in my step. I was soaring for, for weeks after with her, for her presence. <laughs> so my cozy summer. Kicked it off with a new fridge because my fridge was making this really loud humming noise, like I was in a, a spaceship. And so, mm-hmm. being stuck in home and just hearing <laughs> like nonstop all throughout the night, and we had someone come and look at it four different times, and finally, the landlord caved in, got a new fridge. And so that you know was a wonderful way to uh, kick off the summer, with a shiny new appliance. And then I visited my grandparents and. Wellborn, born Florida, which is truly the middle of, of nowhere Florida, but it was very cozy because I got to drive on my grandpa's golf cart. So every night we go and <laughs> do, do the rounds and great. he'd point out his neighbors and give me all the stories on the neighbors each and every time. So <laughs> I got the story multiple um, times. It's good for
0: reinforcement. <laughs> now, you know, you'll, you'll really remember it.
1: Yeah. And so driving around that golf cart and then coming home and Tuning into Reba because they do all these reruns on up TV, I believe it the channel is, just watching that every night. And my my grandpa and I, we had this little back and forth. He's kind of, I'd say he's rough around the edges, but he's not, you know, your I'd say your typical, you know, grandpa. Actually call him Grand Barry. Yeah. (laughs) That's because he's not my my biological grandfather. So his real name's Barry, so just combine it. He doesn't like Reba. And so every time I turn it on, he pitch a fit about it. And then I'd say, I want to watch Reba. And he goes, no, Reba's dead. And so he goes like <laughs> back and forth, but then really it was think very- she was dead. <laughs> I was just like, just teasing me. And then, um, it was really cozy and sweet though, because one night I was working and I see he had already set up Reba on the Aww. TV. So it's like super sweet. So that was my cozy experience in Florida. And then I also got to see my, family in new york which is really nice and yeah i would have to say all in all it was a wonderful break and i'm just glad to be back
0: same i'm so glad to be back on the show and it's great to reconnect with our listeners too i mean we've been active on the social media aspects of the podcast but it feels different when we have new shows to to bring to you so we're excited to be back um also jillian there are two things from your visit that i think are cozy that i'm going to share from it you you sent me this photo of like a dozen stray cats.
1: Oh yeah. That you would see. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the garbage dump. I apologize. I <laughs> the in the in the town. I don't I don't mean this as derogatory or rude to the town, but their biggest attraction is the garbage dump. <laughs> like people hang out there and there's someone who mans it and so every night I look forward to going to the dump because that, you know, it's one of the things to do. You drive to the dump and drop off drop your the trash. The hottest place in town. Hottest place in town. There's this colony of feral cats and it's it, yeah it's a huge colony so the stray cats they are my pals and then also the little frogs how could i forget the frogs every night they'd go on the on the door and um my grandpa would also tease me about that these little tiny frogs that stick to the glass because the light would attract from mm. the door the flies and so they'd hang out there and he's like why do you care so much about those damn frogs and every week <laughs> <laughs> We feel like this back and forth every every night, but then the cozy part though is he did send me on Facebook Messenger updates about the frog. So he's a softy on the inside.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. Even though he eats very hard biscotti. All the oh time. yeah,
1: yes, and that's the whole
0: that's a whole other thing. Jillian <laughs> would show me the biscotti that she'd bring him, and it'd be like this extremely huge tub of rock hard biscotti.
1: Yeah, and he drives with, and he, he'd bark at me, get my cookies <laughs> before we, we'd get in the car.
0: You got to have a traveling snack. It's important.
1: Yeah, so anyway, that's that's that. So ready, <laughs> ready to dive into fall. All right,
0: so as the weather gets cold, the cold get cozy. So in anticipation of fall, we're checking in on the trending candles, beverages, bites, and decor that we think will comfort you as the leaves turn chief among these really is a a heavy hitter when it comes to cozy sense and experiences for people, (laughs) but we've never really given them space on the show to really dive into what they do. And that's bath and body works. (laughs) We've reviewed a candle or two from them in the past, but we've never really gone there and explored all the other things that they offer. Like, hand soaps and lotions. So we're here to do that in addition to checking in on Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, fall decorations, seeing what's up at Trader Joe's and other places we can find like what's new that's going to make us feel autumnal this season. Let's dive into Bath and Body Works and their fall line. Jillian, you were drawn to Bath and Body Works. they, they were, it was like a beacon you had to explore, I came with you. It was like falling through the, the it was it was falling through a rabbit hole for sure. We were I was in Wonderland.
1: <laughs> so oh, a hundred percent! I am right there with you.
0: Once I got there, I was like, "Why don't why haven't I spent a significant amount of time in the store before?" Talk us through like what you found there, what you tried out, and what you think overall of the offerings of Bath and Body Works.
1: Well, I am right there with you with being impressed with their lining. There's just so many different options And I did go into the, the physical store. I ordered it online then I picked it up when I went and there are on it they're anticipating the the fall rush because as soon as i walked in someone yelled how can i help you ma'am and, and <laughs> i say like, oh i'm here i'm here to pick up He's like what's your name and it was you know we're in the military it was hardcore and i appreciate Gottfried
0: working at bath and body works <laughs> <laughs> Who is this he, person?
1: he was sweating like he looked like he was you know just he woke up that morning and said i'm gonna go at this with all I got. And he was, he was ready. And so I love the different dis- displays. I always get travel size stuff when I pick out new items, just because I don't know if I'm going to like the scent. So I tried out the marshmallow pumpkin latte travel size, fine fragrance mist, and it's $7.50. So that's, you know, pretty decent. And I have to say, unfortunately, I give this mist zero stars. Because it doesn't smell like pumpkin at all, which was very disappointing. The marshmallow is very overpowering. And it's like, just like that candle I got to review for our Easter episode, which was a marshmallow candle, which is also from Bath & Body Works. And it was a lovely scent. And it did smell like Easter because marshmallows Easter that goes hand in hand. And I wrote in my review that if you do put your nose up to the nozzle, which I'm doing right now, you do get the whiff of pumpkin, but I also said I'm not in the business of keeping my nose up to the nozzles to get my my, my smells. <laughs> I want to spray it and smell yeah, it. Yeah, that's the whole point, right? <laughs> so I unfortunately have to give this zero stars. But the label is really cute. has this beautifully drawn pumpkin on the front, and then uh, this, the mist is a beautiful little orange color and the text on the label is beautiful too but it just doesn't hit that pumpkin scent why why include the marshmallow and that's one of the beefs i have with bath and body works is that it always has to combine some food yeah into the fall scent always so that's my that's my two two cents on the mist what did you try out
0: so i tried a couple of things out so I've been to Bath & Body Works before, but I never really tried to get anything other than a candle. Mm. And so this challenge of looking at like what, what else for their fall line were they offering that was interesting. One new thing is their white pumpkin scent, Ooh. and they have that for lots of different products. But I specifically tried the antibacterial hand gel, which they call a pocket back. You can get five for eight. That's a good deal. I only got the one because I didn't know if I'd like it or not. I was thinking about like, what do I really want from here that I would use? And I'm back working physically, even though there is a surge right now happening with COVID. You know, I could use some hand sanitizer. (laughs) That would be good. And and it should smell great. So I tried the white pumpkin. And it's a really refreshing spice scent. It's it's heavy on the spice, clove and cinnamon. But that's, softened around the edges with a hint of sweet uh, caramel pumpkin
1: mm.
0: and it leaves my hands feeling so so soft and I love it so much Jillian and I'm a I think this is what I was worried about because there's, it seems like there's a whole culture too around these pocket backs because they have these pocket back holders and there's like every scent under the, under the sun it is like such a little treat during the day to you know, dab a little bit in your hand and, and you know, rub them around and just get this, get this like really beautiful scent. Oh, it's
1: um, a small thing.
0: It's a small thing, right? Yep. And it's so nice that I have to resist the urge to constantly sniff <laughs> my hands, which is not a healthy <laughs> habit oh, in a pandemic. Yeah. I really loved it. This is something that like, I wish I had done the, you know, five for eight deal because I could see myself like just wanting to stockpile these. <laughs> it's like, this is my signature hand sanitizer now.
1: Oh, you yeah, you've got me sold on it and I have to get some.
0: I think I think it's that it is so spice heavy, it really worked for me. Um, I also tried, you know, to to go back. like you were saying, a good segment of their scents are like sweet, food related. So yeah. I also tried the sweet cinnamon, pumpkin gentle foaming hand soap. It's really heavy on the cinnamon, and it's really sweet. It's perfumey, and it's fine for a hand soap. I don't mind that so much in it. It's not like it lingers that long anyway. Although it is linger enough that there are sometimes I'm like sitting around, I'm like, what's that smell? <laughs> That's different. I was like, oh, it's my hands. They smell kind of perfumey. <laughs> you know, it does feel more special than the typical plain Jane antibacterial hand soap I buy, <laughs> but it didn't blow me away. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy this again. The Gentle Foamy Hand Soap uh, is $750. I think there are other hand soaps I've enjoyed in the past that are, that are better. Again, I, I think I share a sensibility with you. Like the sweetness can be perfumey and overpowering for me, so I tend to avoid it. And I think this falls a little bit too much into that category. And it does sound like they have this like tendency as a company to fuse their scents with some sort of sweet treat and also to reuse things from different seasons, like slightly repackaged. So it probably was the marshmallow scent from Easter and they put a pumpkin label on it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I, I truly believe that in my deepest part of my soul is exactly what they did. I'm going to go to the headquarters, confront them with their findings, but I have to get that gel. I mean, just the refreshing spice scent, how you described it. I like a refreshing spice that really awakens my senses and really hits all the notes of fall. But that sweet scent doesn't seem very fall like Mm -hmm. to me. So. hmm.
0: Yeah. If if that's the thing you're into, like it's, this is a good place to get that stuff. Um, but yeah, I really recommend that white pumpkin scent, um, in particular in the hand gel format (laughs) as a medium. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there's just so many things to choose from if you go on their website it you're it, it's a feast for the eyes in terms of fall spoils
0: well yeah that's actually something i really want to compliment the, co- the company on because they really did fall right like they went oh, yeah. in and their halloween stuff's out and they have a whole segment for just fall so they got both they're firing all cylinders you know they have the <laughs> generic fall they have halloween specific stuff there's something for everybody and going in there, I think what I really loved about being—I I also physically went to the store, and I and I really browsed while I was in there. What I loved about it even more so than like sampling the scents was the other customers. It's a really mm-hmm. joyful place to be. Like it the is. other people shopping there are extremely sweet and excited to be buying scented hand lotions. <laughs> you could really tell it was like their treat for themselves. And I think that, that sense and that vibe is extremely cozy, and I really love the store just for that.
1: Yeah, and I also want to point out, that too, that if you're not into pumpkin, they have plenty of other fall scents. Like, I'm just on their website right now, and Afternoon Apple Picking is one of their gentle foaming hand soaps. I should have tried that. That sounds lovely. So there's something for everyone, you know, if you're not into the, the pumpkin scene.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's always a good gift, right? Um, but my advice for any place like... Bath & Body Works or Yankee Candle or Bed Bath & Beyond or places like that. Work around the deals because these places mm-hmm. always have coupons. They always have deals. Never, ever pay full price at places like that because there, there's always a deal to be had. Like I got my – we're going to – one other thing we're going to uh, address from Bath & Body Works are, are some new fall candles from their line. We're, we'll review that a little later in the show in our, our candle review segment. But I got a deal because they did like a two for two for ten – right? Deal, they're normally fourteen fifty. Mm-hmm. So work around the deals, uh, find coupons, uh, don't pay full price at Bath & Body Works.
1: And go in person if you feel safe enough, because it's a lovely store. It really is. Their displays are top notch.
0: All right. So on to the next franchise. <laughs> 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 we're full. You know, it's so Capitalism. funny. Capitalism. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Like, last year, we were full-on pagan on which Maybon altars and, you know, totally spiritual. this year we're <laughs> like straight on capitalists with our fall consumption. But we had to check in. It's been a while since we've taken this route, so we wanted to kind of dive back in and see what's the lay of the land. And wouldn't you know it? Starbucks and Dunkin Donuts both have new fall beverages this season, and we're here to do a taste test for you. So who will take the fall? The season in terms of caffeinated beverages, Starbucks, or Dunkin' Donuts?
1: The light bulb, the telephone, Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) (laughs) These are just some of the inventions that have changed the course of history. But controversy is often wrapped up in greatness, and in the case of the PSL, it receives as much love as criticism. The PSL is also arguably responsible for the fall craze, which seems to happen earlier each year. Case in point, Starbucks launched its fall menu on August 24th, its earliest unveiling to date. And make no mistake, other chains are hoping to cash in on the fall frenzy, upping the competition with their seasonal delicacies. The most notable opponent of Starbucks and its PSL is Dunkin' Donuts, which as far as rivalries go, is exceedingly cozy as customers harvest the benefits in the form of treats. (laughs) Dunkin' debuted its fall menu on August 11th, proving that the battle of pumpkin spice is still going strong.
0: So Jillian and I each tried different items from their menus. In particular, some classics, but mostly the new items that they're offering this season, starting with the pumpkin cream cold brew. Mm-hmm. So Jillian, you tried that at Starbucks. Take us through what the pumpkin cream cold brew was like there.
1: Well, visually, it's very pretty. There's a light foam on the top of the drink, which is creamsicle colored and I love that color. It's very attracted to it. And it didn't taste much pumpkin flavor, but it did have a nice kick of fall spices. So you tasted that cinnamon and all of that energizing spices that you would expect in a fall drink. But if you're looking for that hit of pumpkin, you're not gonna get it with, with this drink. It reminded me a lot of the cold brew with cinnamon oat milk foam drink. I don't know if you've ever had that. And it's only available in California and in parts of the Midwest, which is interesting. So I think it's pretty popular and it's a great alternative for those people who don't want a hot, sweet, uh, I guess he- heavy drink or a thick drink. If you want a little foam in your drink and a, a kick, this is the the drink for you. I'll also a cozy tip is to take the remnants of the foam. Once you're finished with the drinks or some that clings to the top and then scoop it out and put it in your regular coffee. Mm. A little little hot tip for you there. But <laughs> I, I would have I would have it again. It's less expensive than the PSL. It's 475 to 495, depending where you are for a grande. So yeah, I would I would definitely have this again. It's it's a fun, easy, refreshing drink for sure.
0: Let's let's actually pair this directly against Dunkin' Donuts new drink. They also are coming out in this year with a pumpkin cream cold brew.
1: Yeah, and so to go back to our Capitalist take on fall this year. I had, I was chuckling to myself because I went to the Glendale Galleria, and if you're in California, it, it's a, it's quite the mall experience. And so I was waddling over to <laughs> Bath and Body Works. I really was waddling because the floor is marble and all you know those slippery mall floors. And I have my sandals on. And I had my Bath and Body Works bag, and I had my purse, and i I. I was so thankful because there were the Dunkin' Donuts in the mall. I didn't know that. So I saw it. I was like hobbling over, trying not to slip on the mall floors with my, my goodies. And so I, I waddled right up to the Dunkin' Donuts and it was the perfect capitalist moment because they are all together. You don't really get that in cities, you know, where all the things are in one spot, all your, all Isn't your the, point of the city
0: Julian that all <laughs> the things are dense in one spot. No,
1: no but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Where it's like a shopping center where it things I don't know, there's not a lot of shopping centers in cities where you have all of your all of your uh, greatest hits in, in one spot. It's like, oh, this cool restaurant. Oh, oh, here's some like coffee shop that's gonna close in three months. <laughs> that's kind of fair weird.
0: enough. <laughs> Although LA does have like the Beverly Center and the Grove and you know, that's the ch the, the galleria's close by in Glendale.
1: Yeah, I don't know why it was Americana. So <laughs> I, I truly like almost was gonna like c- cry because I oh am like oh man I have to drive to two different spots and when I saw the Dunkin' Donuts like emerge out of the ground at the Glendale Galleria <laughs> I was like this is perfect this is and w- when you need it it's there <laughs> yeah like the Ben Affleck thing wherever he walks by Dunkin' Donuts springs out of the ground <laughs> um, so that was my experience so I got the pumpkin their pumpkin cream colbert, which is named the same exact thing which is strange. But it was way more of a treat vibe than Starbucks. This was sweeter, bigger, and the woman actually asked me, "Do you want a medium?" That was her first thing that she asked me when I said I wanted a small. And then her second question was, "Do you like extra cream?" Mm-hmm. So they, so basically, they want you to get, you know, I'd say liquored up with their pumpkin cream. Well, yeah,
0: they they do, and they mm-hmm. there's a deal right now too on the medium where it's oh, it's three dollars okay. until September fourteenth.
1: Oh, okay. That's why she was asking, because she asked me twice. <laughs> yeah. She was like, are
0: you sure you want to pay more for a small?
1: Okay. I thought she yeah. <laughs> was really... Mis- <laughs> I don't know. I thought she'd want to get me hepped up on some She should have explained pumpkin. that, though. That's okay. why she was asking. Um, there But there's a distinct pumpkin taste. So if you were disappointed with the Starbucks lack of pumpkin, you want that. Um, It's a little too sugary for me. I didn't finish it all, but it's smoother. Um, definitely less, less coffee-based, so if you don't like coffee, this drink's for you.
0: Yeah, I. I so I also tried the Dunkin' Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew, and I agree that it's really driving through that pumpkin flavor, and mm-hmm. it is very sweet, but it doesn't give you that jolt of caffeine that a Starbucks drink will, and it yes. replaces that with a sugar high. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it it does feel – it delivers pumpkin, I will say that for sure. And the foam is very pretty. It, it didn't quite deliver what I thought, because like looking at the pictures – they have this like foam, but it's on top of like cold brew. So it's like, you know, dark, a dark drink with like an orangey foam on top, which looks pretty. so oh, pretty. And it's dripping into the the darker cold brew. In reality, it's a very light <laughs> experience. Like the, it's not, you know, it's it looks like a creamy coffee drink.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you in the sense that I did not get the at the, the coffee jolt, but I was hepped up from sugar 100%.
0: So, okay, the the battle of Dunkin' and Starbucks here mm. on this new item, would you go back for the Starbucks or the Dunkin' version of the pumpkin cream cold brew?
1: Mm. And in my heart, I want to say Dunkin', but I can't. I have to I have to go with the Starbucks pumpkin cream cold brew version.
0: All right. First round goes to Starbucks. <laughs> They're holding on to the, the pumpkin cream cold brew. Yep. Um, crown. Crown. Sure. <laughs> going back to another new item on the starbucks fall menu they have the iced apple crisp macchiato Mm. so it's a layered drink it's a macchiato so it has espresso on the top milk in the middle in my case oat milk and apple syrup um on the bottom i had the iced version in a hot beverage in the mug so this is my understanding of like i'm not a huge macchiato person but the way i believe it's supposed to work is because you have these layers, right? You have espresso on top, you have your cream milk in the middle, and you have your um, your base of whatever flavor. You end up getting all, or the sugar, really. You, you end up getting mm-hmm. all three when you take a sip, right? It kind of comes through the bottom, will come through, and then you you know you get the top layer of espresso. So it blends when you sip. However, maybe this is just a, the the mechanics of the to go cup from Starbucks. But with the way the like that sippy cup they give you now. <laughs> but the way that it works, like, with drinking that, it really felt like I just got those layers one at a time. So yeah. at, at the first drink, I'm like, okay, this is some very burnt Starbucks espresso. <laughs> you know, the way that they're, like, their coffee always tastes like they burned it. And then I got through and, like, okay, there's my oat milk that I substituted with. Okay, got that. And when I started getting, like, halfway through the oat milk, then I started to get a bit of that apple flavor. And it's a really tasty apple flavor it's like apple pie right Mm. but not too cloying and it was very nice but again because the syrup is condensed at the bottom by the time you get to the bottom you're like oh no that's way too much (laughs) i felt like i was just mainlining the apple syrup um and so i really liked the idea and i feel like i would give this another shot in the hot version because i feel like it might blend the flavors better but the iced version i don't think nails the execution
1: yeah, I remember you you texted me your your review and it didn't it didn't sound ideal. and I I agree with you that the ice way is not the the route to take because I got the warm version for my partner and I took a sip of it just a little sip and I thought it was very cozy and I got the the flavors that you're probably hoping to get in one mix mixture and not just level by level and uh, my partner said it was like drinking an apple flavored oatmeal packet which, <laughs> sound, which doesn't sound like a compliment, but it is i it it was very very nostalgic uh i uh, taste in my in my opinion, so I think next time you go you gotta get the hot one
0: yeah i I need to try that i i I yeah. really like the idea of it and it is a new item and I think for people who I know there are lots of people listening right now who think that the pumpkin spice latte tastes like vomit. I <laughs> am not one of you; I love a pumpkin spice latte. Um, but if that's your opinion, you might try the apple crisp macchiato or the mm-hmm. apia, whatever it is, the hot or cold, because you're getting more of an apple flavor. It might, you know, it's a more traditional flavor. It's not, you know, pumpkin can get a little weird, <laughs> depending on yes. how gourdy it tastes. Very true. Turning back to Dunkin', I also tasted Duncan's Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte, which I believe they've had oh. for a minute. Here's the thing. It tastes a lot like Starbucks PSL. It's mm-hmm. but like like we had said with their other item, it's just sweeter and more of a pumpkin punch. So I don't really have a strong preference, to be honest, between Starbucks and Dunkin' in this in this sense because I feel like they're kind of delivering more of the same. But I think if you do want a little sweeter treat and a little like pumpkin punching in the face, <laughs> Dunkin's probably the way to go. And extra fall vibes if you pair with one of Dunkin's apple cider donuts or pumpkin donuts, which are really tasty.
1: Yeah, so I think it's kind of a. It really depends on preference. Not one does anything. Yeah, better. it's a palate
0: issue for sure. Yeah, the new kid on the block is the pumpkin cream cold brew, and it sounds like Starbucks mm-hmm. did that a little better.
1: Yeah, so if you're into something light and a little spice kicks in here and there, then that's that's for you. I'll definitely be getting one again.
0: One final word in for Duncan though that I really like is they do just a basic pumpkin flavored coffee. So if you oh. do want to avoid a lot of the sweet stuff and you just want flavored coffee, their pumpkin coffee is really tasty. You don't like sweets, you don't like cream in your coffee, you like straight black coffee, but you want some pumpkin flavor. Dunkin' does have that on their menu.
1: That's a good cozy tip.
0: All right, so now we have our coffee. We're bopping around the mall, trying not to fall <laughs> over because the the marble floors are too slick for Jillian. And we're shopping for fall decorations. Yeah. For me, I was like, when I was given this prompt, I'm like, okay, let's find some new fall decorations. We got to. Re- You know, report on the scene. What's new new in fall (laughs) decor? I went to World Market. I went to Target. I went to Marshall's. um, I went to Yankee Candle. Yankee Candle wasn't really for the challenge. It was for candles. But it ended up being the winner because all those other places, I just didn't find anything that was Mm -hmm. resonating with me. And I I think that might be a little bit a result of my endless hunger for tea light luminaries. (laughs) So I ended up getting the pumpkin moon multi-tea light candle holder from Yankee, which I believe is new this year. I haven't seen it before. I really love the colors. It's so it's three pumpkins um, on a tray, and they're all tea light holders. And um, they have moon, like a half moon cutouts on all of them. And one pumpkin is like a, a, like a, a cream color. One is kind of a, uh, a peach. And then the other is orange. I really love the way the colors work together. It's as a white base. And the light, there's a lot of space for the light to come through and, and really show those half moons. And I like what I like about it is it's the kind of thing you can have up from September through November, right? It's pumpkin. Oh, yeah. So it's it it works for fall. It doesn't, it's not Halloween specific. My one gripe with this item is each of the pumpkin backs is kind of open. I was hoping for more of like a sphere where it, the pumpkin mm. would be closed on the top and then you would slip in the tea light on the bottom um, so that you could put it like on a table and have it be a centerpiece and not have one side of it look significantly better than the other. But that's just not the way it is. It is very front-facing, so it's more like a front um, that's a full and then like, it, it's really open in the back to hold the tea light. So you, you do kind of want this like against a wall <laughs> kind of thing where th- they're kind of guarding you from the, the, the brightness of the, of the open flame. So that's my one gripe. It's not perfect. It's $20, um, but I got it. It, it felt free <laughs> because of my coupons and the deals I was I was using at, at Yankee. And I ended up getting like $40 off my purchase. It was a pretty, oh, wow. pretty nice discount. Shop around the deals.
1: I am loving these pumpkin moons. I think they're adorable. I, I will be buying this right after <laughs> we hang up. They are so cute and lovely. And I agree with you, the, the selection of colors just really appealing, it's something you don't really see a lot in fall decor, that, that peachy one, that porcelain yeah. peach. It's, it's very natural beautiful. looking. So, so beautiful. And I love the, I mean, even the title of the product, Pumpkin Moons, need it, love it. I can't wait to see them in, <laughs> in your house.
0: So yeah, so that was my piece of decor I finally found. But like, I really had a hard time finding something at the other stores that spoke to me. Jillian, tell me about your fall decor odyssey.
1: Well, I went fall Capitalist and I went to Target. So I was looking at all their different fall decorations and I was hoping to find a sign. So that seems really popular right now, a trend, you know, a sign about fall, like bonjour fall or something like that. There's always like something, some sign with some loud announcement. Uh, so I put one in my cart and it was sold out. So my advice to everyone is, Get on these fall decorations. People are already buying them, but I went for a harvest sign. Hello, fall from Hyde and Eek Boutique, and it literally just says "Hello, fall," and it's a white board. It looks like a almost like a farm farm board. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> that
0: shiplap or like yeah. yeah it's, it's like a white white post.
1: Yeah, but the word fall has a sparkly. um paint on it so that gives it extra pop and then it has an orange outline on the border and then a few leaves and by few I mean literally two and it has a a, a back so you can put it like a frame or you can hang it up by by the string so I used it as a the, the frame option but I wanted to dress up and make it kind of cozy because it just feels a little rough around the edges as if Target called some you know man named mickey with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and said hey we need another sign (laughs) that's got
0: to say hello fall
1: (laughs) yeah he's just in his shed like (laughs) painting some and they're doing
0: beautiful calligraphy
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so i took my old fall lights from last year those autumn leaves i got that light up and i just you know Put it, wrapped it around the the frame, and it was really lovely just to have on my dining room table and put some other little ornaments around it. So there's a way to dress up these these signs if they feel a little tough. <laughs> city, yeah, you, you know,
0: I think the way that you wrap the lights around the edge, it looks really cute. I think that extra touch really elevates it as a decoration and makes it special. Um yeah. and I think it looks really cute with that extra care. Maybe if you have a, an autumn leaf garland to wrap around, mm-hmm. if the, you know, if, if you're interested in getting a sign like this in general, I agree with you. Like the, I think the biggest trend in the last couple of years has been writing. Um, yes. Like it's like, basically everything has to say what it is. And it's the, it's the Ray Dunification <laughs> of household decor that we're experiencing right now where yep. hello, fall thankful, grateful <laughs> <laughs> gather, uh, it's like, it's, you know, if there's no writing on it, people don't want it anymore. It has to say, like, your cookie jar has to say cookie jar on it. Yeah. How will you know <laughs> what it is if you don't is it say cookie jar? Um, the most egregious of this when I was in Marshalls were the Mr. and Mrs. Pumpkins. So what I mean by that is it's like a pumpkin, and it says Mr. and Mrs. Established whatever year. And I've been seeing these, like, since, like, about, like, 2018. But they were all over the place in 2021. I think Martha Stewart makes them, and then other people do them, too. And I actually really think they're cute at a fall wedding reception.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be <laughs> You know beautiful. what I mean? If
0: you're decorating for your wedding, yeah, I really like them. I think sense. they're cute. But as home decor, they baffle me. You know, yeah. it's just sort of like, what about fall, generically? Again, unless... And, and at that point, I would want the, the pumpkin to say the actual wedding date, if it's like a special, like, memento. But yeah, otherwise, like especially as a gay man going through and like, where's the Mr. And Mr. Pumpkin (laughs) spouses established 2021.
1: Everyone's getting established places. I noticed everything's as every wedding thing. You're, you're always has to be established. You know, it's, that's every, um, every love, love item. I don't know what I have to say, but um, yeah, lots of establishments, a lot of, know what i'm saying anymore like
0: you know calligraphy writing on a thing and and in this case pumpkins you know if you're into that like wow this era is for you because there's a lot of them so yeah i would say speaking to trends specifically like you know signs text is the trend at the moment Mm
1: -hmm. things
0: just loudly announcing what they are to you
1: yeah i it was hard to find a sign that just had a pumpkin on it or a few gourds here and there maybe just a nice little apple and no announcements. So uh, to kind of alleviate that and make it softer, I I do think adding some lights or maybe even you make a collage, you put some fall Mm -hmm. photos on the sign and just try and make it your own. And we'll all get through this together and we'll come out the other side. (laughs) How we can make it easier.
0: And now we have the perfect thing for our table. Let's eat on it. (laughs) So this segment, we, we, got, we were like, oh, let's dive into like, you know, because the fearless flyer from Trader Joe's often has awesome new stuff for fall. Sadly, listeners, we're a bit early. So when I <laughs> went to test the waters at Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's says, cool it. It's still late <laughs> August. Nothing for you here yet. Um, so I, I don't, we don't really have anything specific that's new to talk about from Trader Joe's. We can maybe check back in a little later in the season. Mm-hmm. I did try um, doubles, which is a double hopped dry cider that they sell. Um, it's, it's by modern times and, uh, cider. It's a collaboration Mm -hmm. and it's a cross between an apple cider and a beer. And I loved it.
1: Oh, Um, that sounds lovely.
0: Yeah. Or excuse me, not apples, like a hard cider and a beer. And it's not nearly as sweet as most ciders because it's, it's, you know, blended with these hops. So it's less of a one and done situation where you're like, you have one, you're like, this is too sweet. I can't continue. It's really drinkable. So I, I recommend it. It's very tasty doubles a double hopped dry cider
1: and it doesn't seem like it's playing to those hardcore male uh, no uh, no it's it's probably, this very yeah. this
0: is for everyone
1: yeah because that's what, what i remember our, our journey into ciders yeah was it last year the, the
0: toxic masculinity of of cider
1: <laughs> which was very surprising it, it was a twist i wasn't you, in, i mean
0: me neither who knew
1: <laughs> so i chose a remake or a a, a dupe, if you will, of the Trader Joe's butternut squash mac and cheese, which is very popular during fall. But like Matt said, it's not out yet. And so I made this dupe from a site called Justine Snacks. And it was absolutely lovely. It was fun to make. I had a good time. It All it it entails is raw butternut squash, some rigatoni, half a cup of milk of your choice and then all these different seasonings garlic powder rosemary sage nutmeg you name it and then three different kinds of cheeses cheddar gouda and then parmesan and so lots of cheese if you're into that my only thing that i would turn and go back on i'd not be using almond milk That's always my fatal mistake if you're able try and get some you know Real milk in there, maybe some cream, because the butternut squash flavor was awesome. Uh, you puree it after roasting it; and it's really fresh and lovely. And then you add your milk in slowly, and then you add it with your cheese and mix it all together. So it's a lovely mixture, but it was uh, a little too too dry for me. I wanted the mac and cheese a little bit more creamy but that butternut squash perfect comfort food for fall i highly recommend it if you're not into the freezer version Mm. from trader joe's yeah
0: the freezer version is delicious but i'm really excited to try to make um an uh a home version um because this looks really tasty and i'll definitely take your advice around making it uh creamier and Mm -hmm. um not as dry because i can see how this could veer dry Um, so you, you don't want that, but I think the, the, the frozen version is so good. I bet the made at home version is twice as good.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't that hard. You just have to have a a good blender and you know, get all your cheeses together. The the cheeses, that was the fun part. (laughs) You (laughs) got to get your cheese together. Got to get the cheese together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's our wrap up of the 2021 fall trends. We're noticing when we're out and about in the world drop us a line and tell us what you're noticing like what's hot out there that you think other people should try out from different places um, by going to our facebook group and it's all things cozy podcast facebook group or on our instagram and share what you're finding uh with the broader cozy community (laughs) so we can take advantage of your hot finds but now let's wind down with some soothing sounds My soothing sound this week is by Lana Del Rey. This is a new song. It was released in May, though, so it's been a few months, and it's called Blue Bannisters. And what I really love about this song are the scenes it creates of love and support provided by female friendship, specifically, that it creates. And so I I really get a cozy vibe from the song. Let's take a listen to Blue Bannisters by Lana Del Rey.
1: really beautiful
0: yeah it's a really pretty song and you know, you think of like a banister as supportive and so you know i i, I interpret the song as her coming back to mm-hmm. these her female friends right um to to hold her up and support her through any kind of disappointments and changes she experiences in life
1: yeah it's a lovely message
0: and also i just love like all the like the specific name dropping of like nikki lane is so funny to me <laughs> like i think that's really cute
1: <laughs> yeah i haven't really dove into this al- album yet but uh, I, I I know well it's just a her voice really shines through on this song.
0: yeah and I think it's such a refreshing kind of turn you know Lana Del Rey has come a long way from when she had that persona mm-hmm. initially when she came on as like a you know and she still does have that like kind of femme fatale thing going on but it's recently I feel like it's been more raw and personal and I think that song this song is emblematic mm-hmm. of that
1: Good pick. Way to kick off the, the new season.
0: <laughs> How about you, Julianne?
1: So I guess mine was very on the nose. Uh, from A Great Big Pile of Leaves, the song Halloween is released in August from album Pono. And this commenter said on the song, it sounds like preemptive nostalgia, and that's really true. Not only does it touch on fall themes, but it's a song that I could see myself walking home from um, high school and it just brings me back to fall when you're young so here is halloween by a great big pile of leaves to halloween and you got nothing to say nothing to say nothing to say when
0: I love this. I'm jealous, Jillian, that you found this song. It's a, it's like the perfect sound for this episode. <laughs> it's a really cozy listen.
1: Yeah, I was just bopping through um, some some different playlists. It came out because I was listening to a different. Song And it came up and I yeah just the, the, the essence of it, it really brought me back to the fall fall when you're young for, for some reason. And those are always the, my, my favorite times. Thanks. My birthday's in September. And I always love the change of the season. Mm-hmm. So it's always like a really refreshing new start. And um, this, this song hits on it. And I think that com- commenter said it's preemptive nostalgia was the perfect Way to describe it.
0: Yeah, it, it, I really loved it. It's like a, it's a very jaunty, upbeat song and it, it's get me ready for fall. Yeah. Up next, we have our candle review and we have a double header. So as we mentioned earlier in the show, we went crazy at Bath and Body Works, <laughs> including getting each, we each got a, a different candle um, to to check out for their from their fall line. And so Jillian, I'm going to have you start. What candle did you select from their line? And what do you think about it?
1: So I got the Pumpkin Pecan Waffle Candle and I got the recommendation from Danny Pellegrino's Everything Iconic podcast. He talks about it all the time and it's his favorite candle. So is that okay? The hype is real. I got (laughs) to check this out. And the scents are maple syrup, golden waffles, pumpkin spice, Brown sugar with natural essential oils. And I will say this candle delivers in all the scents that it advertises, especially the waffles. As soon as I put my little snaz up to it, <laughs> I got the waffle scent. And it reminds me a lot of um, Anthropologies, their pumpkin candle. I, I wrote it down.
0: Oh, they're pu- the, uh, pumpkin souffle? Yeah,
1: pumpkin souffle. I know that souffle. because
0: I'm reading it, but also because you always got the anthropology pumpkin souffle it was like an annual thing for you
1: yes it was an annual thing that's very sweet you remember and so it's my favorite fall candle but it's super expensive like 40 bucks this one if you want to pay full price for this uh number it's 1450 but like matt said i mean you can get it for way less if you do their mix and match deal and all that stuff that they got going on but i i love this candle it's one of those candles that Even after you blow it up, the smell lingers, but not in a negative cloying way. When I walked into my living room this morning, I was hit with the pumpkin waffle scent and it was absolutely lovely. It's a full wake up for me, but I'm also excited to hear about your candle. That
0: that sounds incredible. I need to try that. Um, So I picked out Bath and Body Works's pumpkin bonfire candle. This is a new Mm -hmm. scent for their current line. Also fourteen fifty dollars 50 MSRP. Um, but $10 if you buy two single-wick candles for, on their two mix-and-match deal. For the scent line up here, it's white pumpkin, clove, and, quote, glowing embers. <laughs> I think they're getting their senses mixed up. You can't smell glowing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think they mean smoke, but they didn't want to say yeah. smoke. It's a bonfire, right? And, okay, so a couple thoughts. First, just, just straight out of the gate, I love this candle. It smells amazing. Because, honestly, it smells quite similar to the white pumpkin hand gel. And mm. I think what we're getting here is their white pumpkin scent with a little bit of smokiness added to it. Generally speaking, the strongest notes are the clove, right, and the, and the um, pumpkin. So those two things working together. with like I, I'm getting a little smokiness, but I don't know how much I'm projecting into the candle that. Mm. The clove is, is particularly strong. So nice. I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a, a really like a, a recolored or slightly tweaked version of their white pumpkin scent. But it doesn't matter to me. Cause either way, it smells amazing. I would definitely get this candle again. Um, it's one of those candles that has instant throw. Like the moment you light it, the whole room smells like the candle. It's kind of incredible. It's like a superpower.
1: Yeah, that's like my candle too. Yeah, I, I don't have I don't, to-
0: well here's the thing, is I feel like in general, as it goes for their scents. Bath and Body Works is like, it's like napalm in terms of like, oh yeah, you know, it's total annihilation in terms of the scent profile they're going to give you. Like, it is not subtle. These are not candles that you're like, oh, I want a gentle kind of like note in the room of this thing. No, no, no. You're going to get like full on like nuclear blast of whatever <laughs> scent you got from them. There's no subtlety involved.
1: Nuclear blast.
0: That's something you have to know getting into these candles. And I think like if you, if you really love this scent, like I love this scent and I don't mind being overwhelmed by it, and it really does fill the space really well. I, I will I've said this before and I'll say it again. My one gripe with the Bath and Body Works candles, and I can already see it happening with this candle that's only been burning for maybe an hour, is I do feel like they burn super fast. I feel like they just like they're there and they're gone. There's something like I don't know if they put kerosene in their candles, but like it just feels like they just don't last very long. So that's like one downside to me. But like, look, when it comes to the, this beautiful glass case with these like sparkly gold and silver gourds and leaves on them. It's really beautiful um, to the smell itself and the look at the candle, like uh, a, a wholehearted uh, wick up for pumpkin bonfire by Bath and Body Works.
1: Yeah, this was, I mean, Bath and Body Works knocked out of the park with these fall candles. I want to try yours. That sounds wonderful. The clove scent mm-hmm. is really what attracted it to me because I don't want to go down the sweet road.
0: Yeah, very, again, similar to the white pumpkin, just very spicy. And it feels like, like a really natural fall, like like you're walking through the woods. I really like that.
1: Well, slam dunk fall trends for us, Matt. We really put on our capitalism hat. That's right.
0: <laughs> we bought so much stuff and talked yeah. about it. Um, but we do hope that we inspired you a little bit to maybe like navigate these, these new waters of 2021 mm-hmm. of things that are out in the world to help bring in fall. Um, maybe you want to try the, the pumpkin cream cold brew at Starbucks or Dunkin. Let us know what what you prefer. Um, but either way, like if we really were doing it right, we would get, um, sponsorship for these things, but we're just, here's Mm -hmm. a free advertisement (laughs) for all these, um, really huge companies. It is what it is. All right. So to wrap up, um, we have some shout outs. I'm going to pass it over Jillian who we shouting out today.
1: Well, thank you to everyone who participated in the Cozy Summer Challenge. It was a big endeavor. And we've got to say, you know, it wasn't as uh, popular as our first Cozy Challenge. I know people are busy, but we had some wonderful listeners who participated. I'm going to say their Instagram handles. C. Carter writes... Jay Bagsy and Lisa's Book Corner. Your creations were amazing. Thank you so much for putting in an effort in the Cozy Challenge. You made summer cozier for for all of us. And I was really impressed whether it was making your own fancy lattes or it was wearing your favorite summer outfit and sharing those cute photos. You really went above and beyond. And it was awesome. And I I love to see it.
0: Yeah, it was really wonderful to see everybody's contribution and... Mm -hmm. All the ways that you stayed cozy over the summer. Yes. I also want to shout out uh, listeners who shared a question for us or their favorite all things cozy moment via our 100th episode survey. That's our next episode. That's going to be our 100th episode ever. We're really excited to take a look back, you know, uh, take an introspective moment um, and have some special listeners on the show to talk to them. And whatever question you shared in that, we'll get around to it and we'll answer it in our 100th episode in just two weeks.
1: Yeah, so excited. Can't believe that we're rounding the corner on 100 episodes. I think it might get emotional in the episode.
0: <laughs> it's been a long time coming. It took four years, but we, we we got to it, 100.
1: Yeah, and we couldn't have done it without our, our patrons getting to that 100th marker. And so with that, I want to give a big welcome to our new patrons, Cicely S. and Magalie B. Thank you so much for joining our patreon and we hope to get some new supporters as the season progresses we thank you from the our hearts for helping our candles lit to keep your candles lit yeah. and keeping our sniffers full yeah,
0: but seriously like doing episodes like the ones we did today where we really were doing a lot of sampling
1: yeah. you know
0: it's it's cost intensive so we do appreciate the support if you want to support the show go to patreon.com slash all things cozy To join the cozy commandos and and keep the lights on a cozy HQ, as as we like to say, every little bit helps, and we really do appreciate everyone who gives to the show so we can keep it moving.
1: Yes, thank you. And last but not least, thank you for the heartfelt summer card, Andrea DeBello. It was it's really kind of you, Andrea. Sent us a thank you card for our gift that we sent out, our all things cozy summer fan, and it was just really sweet to get a note a note back and just to hear how your summer was going and I really appreciate that and also thank you to Norma G you know even though we're on a hiatus Norma kept checking in and sending us cozy wrecks, and it's always good to have you know those boots on the ground <laughs> and so Norma o- always does that and we appreciate it and, and just thank you to any of everyone who commented and said that they missed us and um, I know we had a few people chime in and said that they were so excited for us to return, and um, I know one of our listeners said they're going to put on a special outfit when our our, <laughs> our episode debuted and get all cozy and ready. And so it warms our hearts. And thank you so much.
0: Absolutely, thank you all for keeping the coziness alive while we were on our hiatus over the summer. We're so excited to be back and in your ears every two weeks with brand new episodes from now until twenty twenty two. So buckle up get ready <laughs>
1: buckle up. the cozy commandos uh, yeah the <laughs>
0: get
1: together. what's that word assemble
0: yeah this cozy train is leaving the station hop <laughs> yeah. aboard uh let's get cozy for the next few months all right everyone like i said we, we will be back in your ears in just two weeks with our hundredth episode It'll be a very special event um we'll see you then until next time stay, stay cozy, cozy.